This is the Friday, January 14th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We'll get you in and out in less than 10 minutes like we always do during the week. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian. Joined every Friday, pretty much, by Joe Fortenbaugh. How are you, my friend? I'm doing well. I'm doing real well. Very excited for this weekend, Douglas. Three days of wildcard action, culminating with the mega cast on Monday night. We got a hell of a game with the Rams-Cardinals, so I'm in very good spirits, my friend. How you doing? Yeah, no, right right back at you. Uh, so Monday night, uh, just like we did last year for the playoff game between the Titans and Ravens, uh, we will have a mega cast, a joint effort from the Daily Wager team and also the NFL Live crew on ESPN+. Plus. Second screen experience. We know it by now, basically talking a lot of betting while we watch the broadcast of the game. So it should be a lot of fun. As for action this weekend, let's start in the NFL. You know, look, it, sometimes things are too obvious and feel like a sucker bet, but I'm going to play the under in this game at Orchard Park. I think the weather does factor in, even though there's not significant wind like we saw on that Monday night between the Bills and Patriots. I just think the frigid temperatures limit. Mac Jones is very limited. Six touchdowns, six interceptions in his uh, career, his one season on the road in the NFL. I just think it's going to be a very vanilla approach from Buffalo, uh, from New England. And Josh Allen, if he makes a few fewer plays than he did last time, this thing goes under. So uh, I like the under in that nightcap. Agree with you on that. The under I'd play for a full unit. I'd also play the Bills at minus four for a half a unit. Uh, you do have the NFL's top two scoring defenses in this game. Mac Jones, home road splits, which you just touched on. A very real thing. He doesn't do a whole lot on the road. You look at what happened in Miami last week. I mean, good God, he's captain check down. No shots down the field. Big pick six early in the game. I don't trust him in this spot. That's what it comes down to. I think he has had a very nice rookie season. I think the future is very bright, but I think you're going to Buffalo. It's a hostile environment. You haven't played well on the road. You did have a split against them this year, but at New England, they got you good. And in Buffalo, eh, the 20 plus mile an hour wins really favored what New England did. Credit New England for that win. But if that doesn't happen, what do the Patriots do in that game? So half unit wager, Bills minus four, under 44 with you as well. I don't believe the Patriots are going to score a lot of points in this game. Uh, in terms of the other game, I like the Bengals. I don't trust the Raiders, but they've burned me a couple times. They've been playing well. Four straight wins, including two on the road in Cincy, excuse me, in Indianapolis and also Cleveland. I just think Cincy's firepower is going to be too much for this Raiders team. Interesting game because uh, Cincy opens as a six and a half point favorite. It's been bet down to as low as five. So there is some Raider money. Uh, you know, at six, it's not the best of teaser plays, but Cincy in a teaser, you could tease them with. Um, Tampa Bay, obviously, which is the best teaser number. You could even look, and I'm not saying you have to do this because it's not the best of teaser plays, but if Kansas City's at 12 and a half, a six-point tease takes that through. No, it doesn't. I'm actually doing, oh, yeah, it would take it through to six and a half, which gets you through the key number of seven. My brain went haywire there for a minute as I was trying to do the reverse math. Terrible, terrible job for Joe Fordball. <laughs> math never been my friend. But I would say you could consider something like that. In this game, it's one of my favorite wagers. I'm going to play the over. I see it as low as 48 and a half. Games at Paul Brown Stadium this year have been absolute shootouts. Cincinnati's defense at home, it's non-existent. They rank 28th in the NFL in points allowed at home. And they're a playoff team. Think about that. The Raiders getting Darren Waller back is huge, averaging about 23 points per game with Waller versus 18 without Waller. 
That's certainly something to keep in mind. And uh, Joe Burrow and a lot of those guys having two weeks to get ready for this game, I do like him to hang a big number. So I'm going to go over the total 48 and a half Cincinnati, Las Vegas. All right. Good stuff. Uh, in terms of Friday night slate, I'm going to go to the NBA. I do like the Heat minus the four and a half at home against Atlanta. They just played on Wednesday. One, they won by 24 in Atlanta. So they're running it back home and home situation. And the Heat have just been playing great ball, shooting really well. And Atlanta's defense has been just brutal. I know no Clint Capella has been a big part, but it's besides that, uh, I mean, they've lost three straight. They've really been a shaky team. Uh, I mean, they gave up a buck 36 to a shorthanded Blazers team. So there's just not a lot to like with this, uh, with this Atlanta team. And I, I don't see how this, uh, like, I don't think there's a revenge factor that all of a sudden is going to produce a cover by the, by the Hawks. So I like the Heat here. I like that. I got one prop for tonight I'm going to play. It's in the much-anticipated Sacramento-Houston basketball game that everyone's going to be fired up about. <laughs> Kevin Porter over three-and-a-half rebounds. Kevin Porter Jr. over three-and-a-half rebounds in this game. It's juiced a little bit. It's minus 140, but I love it. I love it considering the fact that he's averaging 4.3 per game this season, so we're not asking him to do a whole lot more above what he's already been doing. In fact, we're actually asking him to do a little bit less He's hit this mark in four of his last five. He's hit this mark in 14 of his last 22. But the key is his opponent. Sacramento is one of the worst rebounding teams in the NBA. 29th in defensive rebounding, 25th in total rebounding. And if Porter is averaging 4.3 rebounds per game on the season against all walks of competition, and he's going to face one of the worst rebounding teams in the NBA tonight with, I should say, a pretty tight point spread, because sometimes if you if you like an over with a with a, a dog and it's like a 10-point line, these guys might not play 30 minutes. You need them out there if they're going to catch these overs. So it's a tight line around five, should be somewhat competitive. Kevin Porter Jr. over three and a half rebounds. It is juiced to about minus 140, but I'm all over it regardless. How about the Grizzlies? They've uh, been an absolute Ooh. beast lately. It's really hard to get in front of that train. I'm not going to. I'll lay the two and a half, although I respect Dallas. Um, I, I, I like them. But I, I just have to I have to keep riding this this ridiculous run that the Grizzlies are on. I mean, count them eleven straight wins, ten and one ATS during I can't this believe run. They got there last night. The Minnesota was covering all the way into the final minute. Yeah, Forty set. Well, what is it? Forty one minutes of covering in that game. Come on, T Wolves. That's that's the name of the game. So I'll lay the two and a half with Memphis just again, just to keep riding that train. Uh, and that one, I might look to an under there based on Dallas's pace and improved defense this season. Plus what we saw from Memphis last night might not play at the breakneck speed we're used to seeing. I'd look to an under there, but I haven't gotten there yet in terms of firing. Okay. So that, that's going to do it for this edition of the Daily Wager podcast. Also, uh, we're going to have Daily Wager shows this, this weekend, both days, Saturday, 10 a.m., Sunday, 9 a.m., both of those times Eastern. So make sure you join us. Full hour shows, a lot of good stuff, ESPN2, and then, of course, Monday night, the Megacast, as we mentioned. So appreciate everyone. Best of luck this weekend. 